0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. A deadly outbreak of the Ebola virus in the Congo is now an international health emergency. The World Health Organization announced... This week after the virus spread To a city of 2 million people In the Central African country CKNW contributor Claire Allen Now has more on this development In this report The World Health Organization Has declared the Ebola virus In the Democratic Republic of Congo A public health emergency Of international concern Our uh, Risk assessment <laughs> remains that the risk of spread in DRC and the region remains very high. In August of 2018, the Democratic Republic of Congo reported a new outbreak of the Ebola virus in North Kivu. Since then, more than 1,600 people have died from the deadly virus. Dr. Anne-Marie Pegg is currently in the Democratic Republic of Congo, working on the Ebola response with Doctors Without Borders and she said that a recent reported case of the virus reaching the city of Goma was alarming.
1: The person travelled into the city uh, on the 14th of July uh, and was diagnosed uh, also on the 14th of July, was transferred um, to the Specialized Treatment Centre in Butembo on the 15th of July. Uh, I think it's a positive thing to note that the case was identified quite quickly. Uh, The patient was isolated uh, and tested quite quickly, so the response from uh, health staff in the city um, shows that the preparation efforts have been worthwhile and and have been effective. So I think those are all positive things.
0: Dr. Pegg said that one of the biggest challenges associated with treating Ebola has to do with how the virus presents itself in the early viral stages.
1: The thing is, people have visions of Ebola patients presenting bleeding from their orifices, bleeding from their eyes. Uh, quite a scary presentation when in fact Ebola in its early stages presents quite similarly to a lot of other illnesses that are really common in this area. Uh, Fever, fatigue, uh, muscle pains, cough sometimes, abdominal pain, so all of those can be mistaken for other illnesses that are in fact much more common in this area. Malaria, typhoid fever, respiratory infections. So people don't necessarily think when they start to feel sick I bet I have Ebola. They think I probably have malaria, maybe I have typhoid. <laughs> they go to a health center where they expect to be treated for the illness that they think they have, that they've had a lot of times before, that people in their families have had. The, the later stages, when it becomes more easy to, to diagnose or at least more easy to suspect, Ebola is not often the time when people present.
0: Dr. Pegg says that although the region is equipped with many health clinics, it presents another challenge in the treatment and management of the Ebola virus.
1: What we are trying to do is focus on, on bigger health facilities, on strategically placed health facilities, on uh, areas where there have been multiple cases reported um, um, in order to train staff and how to recognize Ebola, good clinical practices, and how to protect themselves and other patients. But I think the sheer volume of health facilities and the population density and movement in this area means that uh, it's a constant challenge to try and and predict where the next cases are going to, to show up and how to best protect the people who are living in those areas and the people around that case.
0: Earlier this week, Britain's International Development Minister, Rory Stewart, told a UN meeting that Britain had donated $45 million towards the outbreak of Ebola and that he had authorized a further $63 million of British spending.
1: One of the... Sad truth of this situation is we are going to need considerably more investment if we are to get down to zero in Eastern DRC. To put it very bluntly, we have about half the number of WHO staff that we should have doing preparedness in places like Burundi and South Sudan because the money is simply not coming through.
0: Stewart then called on the governments of France and Canada to offer more monetary help in tackling the Ebola outbreak in the Democratic Republic of Congo.
1: We would be hugely grateful if our dear friends from the other G7 countries uh, really stepped up. The United States has done an enormous amount. This is to confirm that Britain will do a great deal more. Unless we get this right, what we've seen in Uganda, what we've seen in Goma will happen again, and we're going to have some very, very deep regrets. So, please be generous, and thank you very much
0: indeed. Despite being thousands of miles away, Dr. Pegg said that Canadians should not turn a blind eye to this outbreak of Ebola.
1: It would be unfortunate if Canadians chose to uh, participate in, in uh, support for Ebola uh, activities or the fight against Ebola because there's a fear that eventually it could show up in Canada. Uh, I don't think that's a reasonable fear. But I do think it's reasonable to think about people who have long suffered um, from a neglected healthcare system in an area that's been plagued by conflict that has been uh, long neglected uh, for a host of reasons and is now facing yet another challenge and the people of this region um, deserve the support of the international community uh, to strengthen their healthcare system and to strengthen their capacity um, not only to fight uh, this epidemic, but a lot of the efforts that can go into strengthening the healthcare system can prevent future epidemics as well. So uh, it's not just to end uh, the Ebola epidemic, but to put money into a healthcare system that's more resilient and better able to tackle challenges in the future, epidemics or otherwise.
0: For AM 980 CKNW, I'm Claire Allen.